You're listening to Perry Noble's thoughts on leadership, vision, and creativity. You can find Perry online at perrynoble.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the April 2016 edition of the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We're super excited uh, to be with you guys today. We're going to talk about the topic today is going to be called betting on leadership, or another way you can say it is investing into your teams. We'll get to that in just a second because there's something we're super excited about uh, to make available to you if you don't know about it already. Uh, Perry will be hosting a leadership roundtable this May and September. We're doing the same thing twice. Uh, So we have availability May 3rd and 4th of this year, and we have a few available in September 13th and 14th of this year. Those are Tuesday and Wednesdays, full two full days of leadership roundtable conversation and teaching. The information you need to sign up for that is at newspringnetwork.com. It's, we're calling it Accelerate Leadership or Accelerate Your Leadership. Uh, and Perry, let me give you just a second to, to talk about that, uh, why we're doing it and what people can expect to get if they show up. Yeah, so we have done leadership roundtables in the past and they've all um, they've all been fun, but I thought, man, it's time to take it to 2.0. And with the release of The Most Excellent Way to Lead, um, basically, it's just two days designed around not just reading that book, but like teaching through the concepts and the material in that book. And um, have re- just we've just gotten the content out, and it's just I'm it's so rich. I'm so excited about it. And uh, it leaders, if you're a leader in church world or if you're a leader in the corporate world, the business world, small business, family business, this will this will serve you well. This will so this isn't just for church leaders. This is for any leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. We just, as some of you will know, and some of you may even attended the most excellent way to lead conference we did uh, in. March and it was a huge success. We got such great feedback. So we're thinking, hey, let's go from a conference to a conversation. Let's mm-hmm. get around these roundtables. We've done these in the past and always get good feedback. They're phenomenal. Uh, so if you're a leader out there, I will just speak from experience. I worked in the marketplace for a long time and leadership principles that work, work. It doesn't matter where you are, what setting you're truth in. Is and truth. So that's right. Truth is truth. So I want to encourage you all. To, to get on that. And there's only limited spots. we got 19 spots open for the one in May. we got about 40 that are open for the one in September. Uh, so go to newspringnetwork.com and get signed up for that. We're limiting right it away. To, yeah, we're limiting yeah, to small, 50 people. Small group. It's, it's, it's 50 people max, and it's going to be, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be, the, it's going to be the best event we've ever done. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, let's jump into today's topic, Perry. As you know, uh, several months ago, a guy named Mark Miller released a book called Chess, Not Checkers, which was kind of a follow-up to another book he wrote called The Heart of Leadership. And out there, leaders, if you have not read Mark Miller's books, they're phenomenal. Uh, they're, they're quick reads, they're yep. allegories, but they are two of the best leadership books I've ever read. And they kind of go, go hand in hand. Page. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Yeah. But one of the, um, in, in Chestnut Checkers, one of the concepts that Mark shares is this idea of betting on leadership. And it's something, uh, as you know, Perry, that we've claimed as a guiding principle for New Spring Church in 2016. And I hope it's something that, you know, we pay close attention to and really make a priority in years to come. But just when you boil that concept down, it simply means that leaders at the top of the organization sense and, and follow through on the need to invest in the other leaders throughout the organization. Uh, for any of our churches or marketplace uh, businesses to, to flourish, we have to have growing and developing leaders yep. 
And it's the senior leader's responsibility to make sure they're doing as much as they can to provide opportunities for that growth and that development so that every leader is excelling in their role. <laughs> Accelerate leadership. So uh, today we're going to talk about this concept and this uh, commitment we're making as a church and hopefully share it with some business leaders. If you haven't read the book, read the books. We want to talk about how it's impacting our organization. So with that, Perry, let me just jump in with sort of a basic question. I think it applies to this topic is, do you uh, really believe everything rises and falls on leadership? And um, and tell me why you think it does or doesn't. <clears throat> I do think it does because John Maxwell said so. And usually that's that's good <laughs> enough when it comes to leadership circles. But no, I do think everything rises and falls on leadership. And let me give you three practical examples that I think all of us can see with our own eyes. Um, Clemson football. Uh, the Clemson football program has done a pretty dramatic turnaround, and that all had to do with leadership. Um, I watched Clemson football for years. I've been a Clemson football fan, but I've watched it under Dabo Sweeney. And Dabo Sweeney came in, um, same players, same field, same uniform, same everything, and he began to recruit and he began to lead, and now that is a it's a world-class organization. Um, uh, Chick, the fast food industry, Chick-fil-A. Um, Chick-fil-A. Uh, they're all about leadership. They're all about vision, execution. In an industry, a lot of people go, well, you can't make it in the fast food industry. But Chick-fil-A is, um, well, I mean, they have to get uh, trucks to haul the money around. I mean, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And in the airline industry, of course, everybody knows about Southwest Airlines, um, who people, I, I got on an airline one time, Shane, it's about a year and a half ago, and read a letter from the CEO of that airline um, to the customers about why the airline industry wasn't turning a profit in America. And it was about government regulations and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, um, I, there are airlines that are turning a profit. So it's kind of difficult to say you can't make a profit when there's other people in your business doing it. So that, those are just a, those are three practical uh, organizations we can look at and go, you know what, leadership turned that around or is turning that thing around. No doubt. And, you know, we don't need to get into it now, but I know each of those, Clemson, starting with Clemson football, Chick-fil-A for certain, and uh, Southwest Airlines, all are heavily invested into the development of their employees or Absolutely. players. Absolutely. It's a big deal. Um, so what do you think is the senior leader's obligation to provide opportunities for leadership growth? You know, some may think leaders should be doing this on their own. So why would, why would it be your responsibility to make sure that our staff has opportunities to grow? Well, there's a – there, there's two there's two answers to this question. First, the the leader of the organization or the business has to be dedicated to personal growth themselves. Um, the reason a lot of times I feel like leaders don't lead their people towards personal growth opportunities is they're not uh, they're so busy working um, in the business they can't work on it yep. and they don't have time. And uh, I just shared with this with our staff recently, Shane, Proverbs 24, verse 30 through 34 says, I went past the field of a sluggard, past the vineyard of someone who has no sense. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson from what I saw. Verse 33 is huge. Listen to this. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hand to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. And I was... I was reading that going, you know what? It doesn't take a lot of sleep and a lot of slumber and a lot of folding of the hands to rest. It's a little. Mm -hmm. And so as a leader, we've got to be committed to personal development on our own. Um, Second, um, we got to be committed to to leading our people 
towards leadership opportunities. And um, I was I was taking some notes and thinking about this today, and a lot of the reasons I think that leaders won't lead their people to opportunities is because of insecurity. Um, maybe we want to be the source of information. We want to be the source of wow. Um, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I send that video out to my team, I can't use any of that material, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it kind of, you got to be a secure leader to expose your people to different, to different leaders who, Hey, listen, at the end of the day, your people might think that they're a better leader than you. And, and you got to be okay with that. So if a leader really wrestles with insecurity, they'll say things like, well, there's leadership opportunities out there, and my people need to go figure out how to do it. That's good. And ultimately, I mean, if the organization's going to grow, the leaders have to grow, right? Yep. So it's an investment in that as well. Uh, let me ask you this question, and I hope it makes sense, but do you think that part of the growth opportunities uh, that we give to our leaders is is also just the example of investing in them. Yes. Like the very act of it is is opportunity for growth. Leaders, um, we just we just recently took some of our key leaders to a to an event. Um and you were there. I mean you you saw it. I mean there the the event was great. The event was in fact it was an entree leadership master series. It was mm-hmm. great. It was awesome. But the the bigger win for us was all of the people that went felt invested in, they felt valued, and um, I, I wrote this down, it's um, the best ideas, um, when you invest in your leaders, like when you send them to a conference or a roundtable, hint, hint, or something like that, the best ideas don't come at the conference, they come at dinner after the conference, mm-hmm. where you're sitting around um, talking about what you learned, talking about, hey, we could do this, or maybe we could do that. And those are the, that's the real value. And you can't put a tangible dollar amount on that. You can't. And I remember wrestling through this, Shane, because um, when it comes to leadership and investment, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in just a little while, but there is a price tag associated with mm-hmm. it. There, there is a price tag. It does, if, if you want to be the leader, you got to pay the price. Um, and paying the price sometimes literally means paying the price. And you'll remember this well. I think we've talked about this on the podcast a couple of years ago. But um, I, remember, I remember I was going to go to an event, a roundtable that was going to cost $5,000. You remember this? Oh, yeah. And um, I, was, I was like, man, I don't know, $5,000. And I don't, know, I don't know if I could pay that. Or I, I was really wrestling with it, but it was with a world-class leader. It was like two days of just great training. It was limited to 20 people. The money was going for missions, and I was, I don't know. And I'm legitimately the next morning, I said, I, I, I said one night, I said, I'm not going. I'm just not going. The next morning I get up, I happened to be reading in Proverbs chapter 4 that morning. And Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 through 7 says, Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forsake, forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. And this is, this is the, the verse that got me, verse 7. The beginning, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Though it cost you all you have, get understanding. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay the price. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay. And you know what? That event was huge for me huge for me because yep. I learned so much yep. and I made so many connections in that event. So if you want to be the leader, you got to, you got to pay the price. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this too, just to, you know, when you're doing things like that, a lot of times you get what you pay for. And I've never been in a situation where we paid a high ticket or I personally paid a high ticket for uh, leadership growth that I didn't think it was worth twice what I paid. 
I mean, if you get around oh, no, the right yeah. people, it it uh, it really does. Well, you mentioned the Entree Leadership Master Series, which we took a group to, which was awesome. I'd love for you to just share some of the other ways, just to give uh, guys out there or gals out there an idea of, of when we're betting on leadership, some of the things that, that are out there we've done with our staff to maybe spark some ideas for um, for them in their, in their world or, or their church area. Yeah, so there's there's no recipe for it. It really is like what works best for your team. Because if you have a, a small business or a small church and you got three or four employees, um, you can uh, you can go to lunch every day. Uh, you know, and that and that really is oh yeah um, investing in people. But I'll just go through a couple things we do. We we do this event called Family Reunion, and um, our staff has gotten significantly larger than we ever thought it would be. We've got like what three hundred and seventy people on staff. Three eighty. Three seventy. Five we got a lot of people, a lot of yeah. people on staff, and so. Uh, and if you're a web developer, there may be an opportunity for you. Right now, in fact, we don't even care if you're a Christian. Um, we'll convert you later. <laughs> yeah. um, if, if can you, you write code? code? If you can write code. <laughs> um, and I was serious about that last part. Um, I, I think I, one of the things I used to love is when we could take the whole staff to a conference. You know, when you have three people, that's great. But when you have 375 people, that's a little difficult because, you know, how do you do that? Um, so I was like, you know, I want the staff to hear from these world-class leaders. I want world-class leaders to be able to pour into our staff. But I can't take the staff um, to them because I sat down and did the math one day. Okay, let's figure out this much per staff, this much per plane ticket, this much. And I added, did all the math, and I was like, you know what, for about a fourth of this, I bet you I could get some of these leaders – who I want our staff to hear from to come talk to our staff. Mm-hmm. So I just started reaching out to people and saying, "Hey, um, love for you to come and invest. This is what it is. Staff and spouses yep. um, can come, and uh, and it's just about three days of just leadership training. We always do a meal, big huge meal together." Um, there's been a pretty intense dodgeball yeah. tournament the past two years. I was about to say fun, but I don't know if that's fun or it not. It is fun for me to watch. <laughs> it's fun. For, I hadn't had to play. Um, but it's just a way to invest, and our staff loves it. Um, about two or three times a year, we get uh, about what I would call the, the top 10% of our staff together, and we do a leadership retreat. Um, we always begin the year with that, and that's this year was like the best we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, it was just great. And, and we'll do that kind of mid-year toward the end of the year. We'll do some things. Um, we'll, send our, we'll send our team to training. Um, like if they can submit a, a request, hey, I want to go to this particular training, this particular conference. And, and we schedule for that. We allow that. Also, one of the cool things we've done lately is we've developed the New Spring Academy. Um, and this is something that we've made available to our, our staff over the course of how many years? Is it three years Every staff member will complete 61 yes, classes. that's right, three-year period. Three-year period, 61 classes, and it is top-notch. But it's um, it's held on the days of all staff, and we just take that day and we pour into our leaders. And it and our, we pour in our whole staff and our leaders. I'm not doing it. I think I'm doing three classes out of the mm-hmm. 61. Is it three? Yeah, it's three. I'm doing three. So 58 of the classes aren't even taught by me, and that's a, that's a win. Yeah, that's huge. You know, the other thing, Perry, that we do is we encourage our staff to connect with or network with people that do what they do but are better at it or have more experience at it. And we'll underwrite or 
you know, invest in them going to smaller group roundtables, meeting with people, yep. going to those churches. And so, and you shared for the listeners out there, you shared there's outside events, there's always those things going on. But inside, you can do so many things. You, I mean, you you didn't mention this, but you'll do lunches where you invite people on our staff to come in and just both hang out and get to know them, but also ask questions. Everything you're doing to generate conversation around vision, leadership, whether you're paying for it to send somebody out, like you said, learning in the margins more than you do yeah. in the uh, in the events themselves. But yet, but also inside, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It's really just more about your intention to see people grow. Um, let me ask you this, because that is a lot. We just said a lot. We, I mean, we didn't call it betting on leadership before this year, but we've been for years trying to bet. We're just really being intentional. We just didn't have a terminology year. around it, yeah. Um, but it is a lot. Uh, so my question is, can you overinvest in the leaders in your organization? I don't think so unless you're an organization that talks about theory but has no practice. Um, you know how a lot of people out there have a bunch of theories that they've never had the courage to kind of go out and try to pull the trigger on it? I read a book one time. And it was like hilarious. The people who thought we landed on the moon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're we crazy. obviously did not land on the moon ever. And there were never um, dinosaurs. And no, and the world is flat. It's really yeah. flat. Um, but so other than those people. Other than those people, um, I read a book one time by a guy on how to plant a church. And uh, it, was, um, it was cover to cover, how to do it, everything. But here's the thing. The guy had never done it. So he had a theory about what should be done. But he never done it, and so that, those are the type of people that like. I'm I'm not about the theory people. I'm about the execution. Like who's actually done it? Tell me. Let me talk to them, and I'll that. Yeah, that's really good. And that's kind of like when we were at the Ramsey Master Series uh, last week. They're sharing stuff, but they're in business. They're they're doing this. They're it's not just doing it. They're not uh, you know professors on something. They're not got they're, their yeah. They're not. A, they don't have just a bunch of good ideas. Um, and just I don't you know want to overplug it, but the reality is for especially for church leaders. But I'm telling you, marketplace guys, we are in the church business. And when I say church and I say business, it's very intentional. These roundtables accelerate your leadership. Will help grow your organization or church. And they're actually at eighty percent discount to the one that you went to a few years ago. So they should check. Yeah, out. exactly. I paid five thousand. <laughs> That's great. Um, but, uh, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk. We've mentioned a lot of things that we've done just in the last few months. And let me just ask you this. Um, just this far, one quarter basically into 2016, can you tell or feel, do you sense that this is having the kind of impact you had hoped it would? Yep. I see two things. I see n- number one is morale has increased. So just as, just as, I mean, our staff morale wasn't bad. It definitely feels like that. I agree. But the staff is really excited. They're looking. They look forward to all staff days. They look forward to New Spring Academy days. They look forward to being invested in. They they feel valued. They feel appreciated. And when you have a group of people working with you that feel valued and appreciated, they do better work. They no just doubt. do better work. Um, the second thing is not only morale but momentum. Um, if you get your staff excited. Your church will be excited. Your volunteers will be excited. Your business will be excited. If you, you know, you know how it is. If you walk into a, a burger joint and somebody's like, "Hey, what do you want?" I mean, I, I'm not excited, but when I know when I walk into Chick Fil A, I'm gonna get a my pleasure. In fact, I play a game to see how many my pleasures I can get <laughs> out of the person behind the counter. It's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. But morale and momentum have been the result of increased investment in leadership. That's good. Um... If there's any leader out there listening that's like, hey, this is like a new concept for me, and I don't even really know, 
I, I think I want to do this, but I don't know how to get started. Do you got any helpful hints on maybe some next steps they could take to start moving in this direction with their organization? I do. Um, and I, I thought about this a lot because I wanted to provide some real practical information. So here, here we go. Uh, we've talked about money. We've talked about, you know, conferences, roundtables, $1,000, $5,000. And I know there's a leader out there going, well, I just we, literally, we're a brand new church plant or a brand new business. We don't have any money. Um, hey, you know what you do have? You have the internet. And because of the internet, you can be an expert on anything in the world if you'll work hard mm-hmm. enough. And so, you know what? Maybe you can't take your whole staff to a conference, but you know what you can do? You can go find one of your favorite blog posts on leadership you can copy and paste it. You can send it to your whole staff and say, read this. We're going to talk about it the next time we sit down for lunch or at a staff meeting. And you take the first 30, 45 minutes and you talk about that blog post. That didn't cost you anything but the 10 seconds it took you to copy, paste, and send the email. If it took you more than 10 seconds, you're probably too slow. Um, but a blog post is easy. Um, next on the list is, is a podcast. So there are tons tons, Shane, of leadership podcasts out there now. Um, Andy Stanley has a leadership podcast. Craig Rochelle has a leadership podcast now, and it's just pure, like, fire awesome. comes yeah. like fire comes out of my headphones into my ears every time I listen to him. Um, and the uh, Dave Ramsey, the Entree Leadership Podcast, is excellent. I highly recommend it. Um, but, and, you know, maybe, maybe there's something else out there that you can listen to. But those are three. If you listen to those and if you hear one that's really good, once again, how many times have I walked in and told you guys, you've got to listen to X podcast this month because they talk about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And once again, that's free. If yep. you have iTunes, you, you have access to free podcasts. Um, third is a book. Now, once again, a book doesn't cost that much money. Most excellent way to lead, $10. But the book, <laughs> the book doesn't cost that much money, right? And so you, you, you get a book. Now, this is something I've learned, and I've learned it the hard way. Um, I don't, I very rarely, I'm not going to say ever, I very rarely buy books for a bunch of people anymore because I discovered that people won't read them. Yeah. I tell people about incredible books, and I'm highly excited about it. And if people want to go buy it, um, that's on them. But So, for example, the, um, the book Extreme Ownership. Yep. I raved about that book. I'm still raving about that book. And if you want to do yourself a favor, don't get, don't just go get that book. Get the audio version because it's two former Navy SEALs, and they talk like this right here. And it's and it's not fake. It's their real voice. You like you can just see on the other end of the microphone, just a camouflaged guy just ready to. I mean, it's yeah. it's awesome. So, um, you can listen. You can listen to a book online. I listen to books online. You can um most. Uh, most excellent way to lead is a great book to go through. But you know, speaking of Dave Ramsey, Entree Leadership, uh, John Maxwell. Uh, every time he farts, there's a brand new leadership book. But the Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is a must read. Leadership Gold, I think, is one of his best books too. Um, you got Andy Stanley uh, when he wrote the book Visioneering. Mm-hmm. That is a strong book. Anything that you said Mark Miller wrote. And the, listen, these books are not – all the books I just mentioned, you can get them all for $100 or less. Oh, yeah. And it's an investment. I met a guy one time. I never forget this. He's like, I never would pay $19 for a book. And I'm like, that's why you're never – that's why you're always going to be bringing That's me my food. That's why you're worried about paying $20. That's why you're always going to be bringing me my food, because <laughs> yeah. you won't pay $19 for a book. Um, 
that was insensitive. Um, and then finally, last but not least, conferences and roundtables. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this for me personally. For me personally, um, I love to go to roundtables because I can raise my hand and go, "Hey, can we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that?" There's always the opportunity for Q and A. But man, conferences, roundtables, and there's a there's a conference every day somewhere in America. Oh, I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you another one. This just hit me. Um, TED Talks online. Yeah, they're great. The TED Talks? Endless resource. Oh, my gosh. If, if you've seen every TED Talk, you probably are unemployed That's because there's so many. Can somebody have done that? But, I mean, there's just so many inspiring things out there. And so that's just a list of stuff you could do today. And the yeah. first two doesn't cost you – they don't cost you a dime. That's what I was thinking as you were talking about all those. The win in that really isn't what you do. The win is really that the leader's being intentional about helping his team grow. Yeah. I mean, that's because, the win. Well, the, here's another thing. Go to YouTube – just go to YouTube, and in the search feature, type in leadership, hit search, and I think John Maxwell is like the first eight, but um, it, it, there is all kinds of great information for free on YouTube. And the, the, the value is if you'll send your team a link to, hey, here's a video I listened to, here's a book I read, here's a podcast I listened to, the very fact that you would pause and send them that email tells them, I value yep. you. I value us. I value this organization. That's really great. A couple more questions before we're done. Uh, I'm just curious, um, how's this effort uh, to, to really uh, take betting on leadership up a notch impacted you as a leader, as the senior leader of this organization? I, it's, it's done two things to me. It's Number one, it's, it's encouraged me because for me, it's encouraging to see people want to grow. Um, I'm, in the, I'm a pastor. I want to see people grow in their relationship with Jesus, but I'm also a leader, and I want to see people want to take their skill, their capacity, their ability to the next level. And as I see that, I'm just encouraged. Yep. You know? It's invigorating. Yep. Um, the second thing is I'm challenged. And the reason I'm challenged is because i got to be on my game. Because if I stop growing, number one, I will limit this organization. Number two, somebody's going to outgrow me. And you know, you know me, Shane. I'm very, very, very competitive. Um, nope, nobody's going to outgrow me. I mean, I'm always listening to something, watching something, trying to learn something, rewatching something because I want to stay on my game. Um, and so it's it's encouraged me and it's challenged me. That's really good. Uh, let me uh, conclude with this because I mean I know that we've even said this in the in the past is what would you what would your warning be to the senior leader out there who thinks hey leaders are learners so they'll get there on their own yeah i i would say i used to think that like i used i mean i said that yeah we've all I, said, I that. said that yeah. but if we are leaders if leaders are learners then how much better will they be if we would lead them to the places where they could learn that's great yeah so if if leaders are learners and we and we know we're leading learners and we want them to learn what we're learning, then lead them them to that place and let them learn. That's great leadership. Yeah, that's really great. Hey, with that, I think we're concluded with the questions. Any final thoughts uh, before we sign off? Yeah, I would. I was thinking about this. Um, I first decided to bet on leadership personally in 1995. Uh, 1995, the day the OJ verdict was yep. issued. I was at a I was at a, I was, I almost said I was at a trial. I wasn't at a trial. I was at a leadership <laughs> conference. It was the very first one I'd ever gone to. Um, Bill Hobbles and John Maxwell. And I can remember standing at the back of that church. It was Hickory Grove Baptist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I never had heard anybody teach on leadership. And John Maxwell had this thing called the Enjoy Life Tape Club. 
and for $10 a month, he would send you a tape. Um, and it was basically his staff leadership talk that month because he uh, pastored Skyline Wesleyan out in San Diego. He would send you a staff leadership tape, fill in the blank notes and um, some sticky notes that never really did stick. But, and I remember it was $120 for a year. I made $16,000 a year full time. And, and I remember standing at that back table wrestling with the decision of whether or not I needed to, to get those leadership tapes. And there was something about me. I, I, I went for it. I did. I went for it. And I, I, I was a part of the Enjoy Life Club. I've got tapes everywhere right now, and I can't even play them anymore. Yeah. But I've got these tapes everywhere. But here's the thing I was thinking about. Looking back on that moment, I, 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 don't, I don't miss the money that I spent. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I wouldn't have spent the money then I don't think I'd be sitting here now. Yeah, that's good. So when it comes to betting on leadership, you can't lose when you bet on it personally and you bet on it for your team. That's great. Well, with that, hey, keep your uh, keep your podcast ears open for a couple of special releases this month to be coming your way. But for that, um, we'll be done. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>